What's up guys? Welcome back to Muscle Talks Radio. This is episode number seven and in this episode I'm going to be talking about the new TD Training clothing line coming out. Uh, also uh, natural supplements that I use um, for both bulking and cutting and kind of the differences in the two uh, phases of my diet. And then we're going to be covering uh, male versus female weight training. Um, a couple of sort of controversial topics in that one, so look out for that. As always, I will be sure to try and put some timestamps on that. So if there's a part, particular part of the podcast that you're more interested in than others, you can be sure to go over and check that out. Um, just by quickly skipping to the time. Um, Again, I hope you're all well. hope you all have a good week. It's currently Wednesday, um, so we're halfway through the week. We're all looking forward to the weekend, I'm sure. Uh, just hang in there. You're almost there. Okay. So, first of all, we're going to go back and talk about the clothing coming out. Um, it's something that I think a lot of people will be interested in because it's not just for the gym wear. So, a couple of... In fact, there's two new logos that we're bringing out, uh, both unisex, um, some which are very similar to others that you may recognise, but like I say, there'll be more information on those on both the TD Training Instagram highlight reel and also on my own. Uh, again, I'll be sure to link both those in the description of this podcast. But yeah, I feel like they're more of a lifestyle kind of brand, or branding rather, uh, something that you can wear, you know, just going around the shops, maybe, you know, going out with a couple of drinks with your friends, you know, anything, going out for the day, and also in the gym as well, which is why I think we're going to call it the lifestyle range, it's not set in stone yet, but I think we're pretty much there with that one. We are going to keep the old logos, uh, such as the one I'm wearing now, if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, so we still have the male and the female logos from our training range. Um, but we're going to kind of try and divert off that to appeal to a much wider range of people. Some who may not be interested in uh, sort of going to the gym as much but want to support us. Um, so yeah, that's that. We're sending off for a couple of samples of new products uh, actually this week. So hopefully we'll have those back by sort of week, two weeks time. Uh, see how they look, see how they fit, you know, test the material uh, before we put in a big bulk order to hold some stock for about June time. Um, so as soon as you order it, there'll be no wait. It'll just be sent, packed, done. Um, again, that is something that I am very eager to start doing. Um, simply because it's a little bit, Different to you know your kind of online coaching, your personal training, but it's also something that fascinates me and really kind of makes me want to get up in the morning. Um, but yeah, yeah, and who doesn't want to have their own clothing line, you know? So fingers crossed that's all going to go well, and we'll see where it goes. Um, in the meantime, for more information, don't be afraid to send me an email, uh, send me a DM on Instagram, and say so I'll give you as much information as I can without revealing too much at this uh, at this stage. 
Um, so that kind of covers that part. Moving on to sort of the next section, if you like, is supplements for a natural bodybuilder to use, both bulking and cutting. So this is from a personal point of view. Um, we're going to be going from perhaps some of the more basic ones that are kind of accessible to everyone and then the ones which are kind of more niche to the bodybuilding kind of world, if you like. Um, so obviously, first and foremost, we've got your whey protein. So my chosen brand is bulk powders. Uh, you actually use their informed whey, um, simply because it's been tested for any banned substances by informed sport. Not that I'm you know, an athlete of that level, of course. Um, I don't compete as such, although that is something I want to do in the future, as I touched on in probably the first episode. If you've not seen that, go up and watch, sidetrack. Um, yeah, so I like it. It's very low in fat, very low in sugar. Um, the taste is amazing. It mixes well. Um, by the way, I'm not trying to do any kind of brandy, uh, kind of advertisement or sponsorships or anything like that. This is my opinion on the products that I use and why I use them. Um, ideally, I like to try and stick to it as a post-workout. Um, if I have to, which, you know, nine times out of ten I will, I have to have it for a meal as well to hit my protein requirement. Um, so I'll mix it with something like oats or yeah, something like that, just nice and easy, nice and quick. Um, even, with that, even with that, it tastes fantastic. Um, but I'll only have it as a breakfast, so first meal or last meal of the day. I don't like, personally, to rely on it as a snack throughout the day because I prefer getting my protein from whole foods, things like you know, your meats, uh, nuts, things like that. Although I don't eat very many nuts. So that's my choice on that one. Again, I'll use that both uh, bulking and cutting. Uh, a bit later on, I will put a little uh, kind of diagram of my bulking and uh, cutting stacks, both kind of on this side of the screen. But I'll uh, we'll get to that. Uh, so the next supplement we've got is creatine. So a lot of these bags are from bulk powders, simply because I've just had a, a new order of it all. Um, I use creatine monohydrate. So it comes in just a little bag, such as this one. It's for you, those of you listening on uh, the podcast on Apple Music or Spotify, uh, it's just a little white bag, uh, kind of A5 size, uh, 500 grams uh, from the bulk powders logo on it nothing spectacular. Um, I've heard a lot of people saying they like to cycle it or a couple of companies say to load up on it first week, um, which is, in my opinion, pointless because all it does is aids the production of ATP in the muscles. So it just gives you a bit of an energy boost uh, through the creatine phosphate energy system. <clears throat> so simply by taking five grams a day, every day, you'll get probably a little bit more energy. Obviously, it's helped you to uh, work out you know, longer, more hardcore, more intense. Um, but five grams a day, every day, just to keep the level up, 
um, and you'll be you'll be fine. It's not a steroid. It's not harmful to you on that small dose. So in my opinion, there's no need to cycle it. You know, once I've got through kind of 500 grams of it, I may take a week off it. Um, but again, it's not going to add any major water retention with a small amount like that. If you start taking 10, 15, maybe 20 grams of it, that's when you may get some, uh, simply due to the cell volumization properties of it. But yeah, again, day to day you'll be fine. Um, additional supplement I use, I'd like to say more frequently in a cup, simply due to the reduced calories, but that, I'd be lying. Um, is a pre-workout. So again, bulk powders. Uh, I actually use the complete pre-workout uh, Red Bull flavor. Or well, it's not actually called Red Bull flavor. It's called energy drink flavor, but it tastes like Red Bull. Brings back a couple of memories from some nights out. That one. Um, yeah. Again, 250 milligrams of caffeine per 17 gram serving. Um, my advice is not to be like me. And to try and, if you can, steer clear of it in off, off season, or a bulk, uh, because you know it's it's probably going to be less essential then, um, due to the amount of calories you have in a surplus, rather than that in a deficit. So you know if you work going to do a day of work on a calorie deficit, <clears throat> and then you go to the gym after that and you feel a bit low, that's what I would probably use a pre-workout for in an ideal world but again we all have low days even in a surplus so it's a good supplement to use it helps you kind of maintain a little bit of focus um but yeah moving on uh, we've got some essential amino acids again year-round supplement different to BCAAs, uh, because these are the ones that your body cannot produce. So they're just like little building blocks of protein. So if you if you imagine like a uh, Lego brick, and you just put them in a line in a certain structure, these are uh, that line as a whole is a protein molecule, and these little blocks are what make it up. So EAAs or essential amino acids are as I mentioned, what your body cannot produce itself. So by taking them in a form of a drink, um, on training days, my advice would be to take it during the workout or on non-training days, just sip it throughout the day. As I am doing here, it looks a bit like poo because it's cola flavoured, but it's actually quite nice in my shaker here. Um, again, just one scoop of that with... I've mixed it with 500 milliliters of water. Um, yeah, just takes like flat coke, <laughs> which to some people might be a bit disgusting, but if you're on a diet, you don't really want the sugar from the fizzy drink, so it's kind of nice <laughs> in that sense. Um, yeah, another one that I would kind of mix with my creatine pre-workout. Pre-workout? <laughs> Sorry, on non-training days, I've mixed it with my creatine. Again, just that five grams to keep it, keep the levels up. Um, yeah, nice and easy. Two birds, one stone. 
done. Um, another one is probably getting to the point where we get a little bit more niche in terms of bodybuilding supplements, if you want to call it that. Uh, we have cyclic dextrin. Now, mainly off-season, in fact, nine times out of ten I'd recommend it off-season or bulking when you're struggling to hit your calories or your carbohydrate requirement um, because per scoop there's a 25 grams of fast absorbed carbohydrates um, what they do is they drive the amino acids into your uh, bloodstream through osmosis it does this effectively because it doesn't undergo osmosis very effectively in the bloodstream so uh, all that's doing then is driving those amino acids through the blood to the working muscles which help to rebuild that uh, protein molecule a lot quicker hence why on a working workout day or training day rather I'd mix my essential amino acids with my branch chain chain for fuck's sake with my uh, cyclic dextrin and have that as an intra workout um, but non workout days I'd steer clear of it don't need it it's fine okay so I'm just gonna turn over my little page here that's probably what you can hear um, I did make a couple of notes um, just trying to remember all this and say it fluently is not a strength of mine. Um, next one, something that I recently discovered is how would I say it? It's glucomanan. Basically, tiny, tiny little packet. Uh, it's actually taken from, again, I apologise for the pronunciation, the con cognac plant or the root of it and it's basically a soluble fibre source that in effect in simple terms swells up when in contact with water so by taking one to two grams before your meals this is especially on a cut now when you get almost to the point where you don't want to reduce your food anymore that's when we're going to start introducing things like this so it just swell up if you have it with a nice glass of water just before your meal, then you eat your meal, you feel fuller, um, kind of stops the psychological hunger pains, well not hunger pains, but the psychological hunger side of dieting, um, something which I'm quite keen to try out, especially, hopefully, getting this brace off the end of this week so I can start doing some cardio, and start actually moving around a little bit more, which will be bliss, um, but yeah. I'll let you know how that one goes. Uh, something I've never tried before, so yeah, I did do my research and here we are. Uh, next one, again, hasn't actually arrived yet, um, but it's actually from BPI Sports, is CLA plus carnitine. Again, apologies for the pronunciation if it's wrong. Um, now, all that supplement will do during a cutting phase is will improve your metabolism by driving the fat cells in the blood into the 
tissue cells, more specifically into the mitochondria of the tissue cells, where they're burnt for fuel. So things like respiration, etc., uh, etc., et rather than being stored, which, hey, it's a real life fat burner, hey. Um, so literally just, I think it's one scoop, which is six grams. There's two grams of carnitine in that. And you have that uh, on training days as pre-workout with or before your pre-workout meal. And on non-training days, I like to have it just before breakfast. Um, yeah, or with breakfast or lunch, something like that. Before one meal, just not the last one of the day. Um, next is probably a product that Again, I've had to do a little bit of research on because it's a problem I face when I diet, and I'm sure a lot of you guys will too. It, this one, it's 5-HTP, so just a little uh, bottle with 90 capsules in from bug powders. Um, all that will do is control your carbohydrate cravings in the evenings, um, obviously after your last meal of well, actually a pre-bed supplement so pre-bed you have 50 to 300 milligrams of that and that should stop your carb cravings and help you sort of get to sleep a lot better um, how, I'm not sure if it will stop the kind of insomnia that you get when dieting for a competition um, kind of waking up hungry and things like that haven't actually tried well I've never competed, so I don't know, and I've definitely never used that supplement before to kind of give an honest review of that. Um, but that, along with ZMA, which is another product that I use pre-bed, um, that one just contributes uh, to normal testosterone levels in the blood, in males of course. And it also contains magnesium, which helps the... Uh, metabolism of protein so again that breaking down protein helping to rebuild the parts that it needs to rebuild from whatever workout you may have done in the day or what may have been broken down in the day um, so that is almost all of them we've just got one more which is uh, project AD Matador so it's just a glucose disposal agent um yeah so when you take in a large carb meal anywhere between 40 and 60 grams of carbohydrates just take one tablet before that um again this is i suppose you could do it in kind of a maintenance phase if you need to or very light bulk um maybe if you're just coming off the back of a reverse diet going back into a surplus um might help there too but yeah, all it does is converts the glucose to glycogen, which is then stored in the muscles, helping your muscles to look a little bit fuller or to feel a bit fuller. Obviously, then you have more energy when you work out. And it uh, enhances the effect of insulin. So, again, if you have, say, 80 grams carbs, you want two tablets half an hour before. Eat your big meal. Uh, it's especially good with post-workout meals. 
or your cheat meals that you might have, if, of course, your coach has allowed it. Um, yeah, so that's what I would use that for. Now, finally, just a little bulking stack here. So these are the products that I would use uh, when I'm in a calorie surplus um, just to help me kind of reach the goals that I need to in terms of macronutrients. And then we've got your cutting stack here. Notice how there is a vast amount more supplements in the cutting than there is in the bulking. Uh, this is because nothing can replace real food. Nothing can replace the quality of diet you have by taking real food. Um, these supplements for cutting are purely as an aid to help you utilise what food you have. Um, yeah, so it's just uh, little enhancements here and there that can help you to get the most out of your diets. Um, word of warning though, uh, they're called supplements because you supplement your diet with them. So you're not here to you know, worry about the supplements first and then get your nutrition in place. If your nutrition is not in place, don't even think about buying supplements. Because without you know, the two pieces of the puzzle, you know, you can't work with just one of them. You know, you have to have the most important piece, which is the nutrition, and then supplements. Um, that's that's it for that part. I hope that kind of opened your eyes a little bit as to what supplements you can use to get the most out of your diet, whether you're trying to gain muscle, whether you're trying to gain... Um, said gain didn't I? <laughs> whether you're trying to lose fat while retaining muscle or whether you're just in that little in the middle if you're doing your maintenance bit that's fine. Um, again any more information drop me a message I'll be more than happy to go through any of those and even uh, recommend a couple to you. Um, not a problem. Um, so finally the little controversial topic we have of male versus female training techniques or male versus female weight training. Um, so I'd like to start by saying if a male and a female both have the same goal there is no difference in how they will train. Um, so for example if a male was training for uh, I don't know let's say to gain a little bit of upper body size, roundness of the shoulders per se, and a female was doing exactly the same thing, she wanted round shoulders and a little bit of upper body size, uh, maybe you know she's been quite skinny her life and she wants to get a little bit more shape to her physique, the same as the man, then that's, uh, the point is they would both do the same things because although the male has 10 times the amount of testosterone which allows him to build muscle that little bit easier uh, female will react much better to higher uh, volume training with shorter rest times so that's the only difference there 
other than that, there is no difference. You know, you do, do your compound movements, the more frequently you hit them, the more muscle fibres you're going to be recruiting, therefore the more growth you'll have. That principle is the same. Um, whether you're, I don't male or female. Uh, simply by lifting heavy, a female will not become what you might call manly. She'll just gain a bit more uh, definition and tone to begin with. And then, you know, unless she starts taking sort of testosterone supplements, which will help her to build the muscle, she won't ever, or she's in a massive calorie surplus, she won't gain that much muscle that will make her look like a man. So that's one common misconception that I think a lot of females have by going into the weight section sometimes is don't be put off by you know going and trying your best and giving your all you know with heavier weights than you might use normally you know, there's no harm in it at all um, you know and you can put pin it all back on me I promise <laughs> that you won't look like a man if anything, I think you'd be surprised by the results you do get from lifting that little bit heavier, um, which obviously you want. Um, yeah, it is worth noting that if a male and a female have different goals, their training style will differ slightly. You know, typically women are stronger in their legs than men, and then men are stronger in their upper bodies than females. So, you know, typically. Females want to get you know, nice uh, glutes, uh, more defined, defined legs, and sort of toned upper body and stomach. So, whereas a male would probably want you know to get a little bit bigger upper body, abs, and probably a nice set of guns to go with it. Um, which again is another reason why they might differ slightly. Um, but. Again, I cannot think of another reason why uh, males and females should be, I want to say, treated differently in the weight section because the functionality of their muscles is exactly the same. You know, if you're doing a bicep curl, it's the same for a man as it is for a woman. You know, if you're doing a squat, it's exactly the same for a man as it is for the woman, providing they've got the same setup. You know, exactly the same squat bar, squat rack. If a male's training with a female, it makes no difference as long as their goals are the same because you know if the man's trying to get bigger legs and she's trying to get bigger legs they're both going to want to do some squats leg extensions maybe some leg curls remaining deadlifts and perhaps calf raises you know it's not hard at all really to understand that you know, the uh, kind of mechanics of it are just the same which is why, you know, when I train my clients, it's not, okay, well, you're a female, so I'm going to train you like this. I say, right, you want to achieve this goal, so that's why I'm going to achieve you this way. Achieve you this way, train you this way. Um, but, yeah, so that pretty much sums up this podcast. Um, I think we're touching half an hour now, so I think I'll probably cut it down there. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to check out my Instagram, TD Training's Instagram. Any questions you might have, uh, feel free to drop me an email. 
or uh, comment on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple Music, leave a comment, drop a like, uh, make sure you subscribed on all three of those. Um, yeah, share this on your Insta stories, make sure you tag me, tag TD Training, let me know you're listening. Um, <clears throat> again, any feedback is always appreciated. Um, yeah, hope you keep driving on with this week, smash your goals, and I'll see you in the next episode.